Christ, Ronnie, you know I have to fucking work tonight. Somebody around here has got to make some money. I'm all broken up here, bitch. I can't work. Yeah, and whose fault is that? Fuck you. Oh, my God, you're pathetic. You know that new waitress over at the bingo lounge? She can give me the freaky eye. Oh, the whore with the big tits hanging down to her knees? Maybe I'll choke the chicken, purge my snorkel all over them flappy-ass tits. Good, we'll have a good fucking time. I will. I hope she likes cripples. Bitch, I will crawl over there and I will skull-fuck the shit out of you. Oh, I'll get the crutches for you. And welcome to Ancient Slumber Podcast, show number 19. My name is Chris Ward, and joining me for a chat is Myron Schmidt. How are you doing, Myron? Fantastic. How are you doing, Chris? I am all right, actually. I'm all right. I'm thirsty. I'm just going to have a slurb of me monster. <laughs> there we go. I'm ready to talk some Halloween today. This podcast will be brought to you by Tetley's Tea. Tetley Tea? Tetley Tea. Oh, Tetley make tea bags. Make tea. You won't get that at all. <laughs> no, it's probably a commercial on your end. Yeah, from about 30 years ago. <laughs> Here they bill it as uh, uh, the best British tea in America. <laughs> well, that's quite a niche market, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, they also sell um, – what is it? Is it PG Tips? Is that what you call it? PG Tips, yes. Yep, yep. I'll sell that over here too. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't really have a favourite tea. I just drink tea. I don't drink that much tea anymore. Actually, I'm more coffee. But yeah, I know. I know we have this image of tea drinking, whatever we are. What's that now? I so I know we have this image of being like these massive tea drinkers and that. But uh, nah, I don't drink that much anymore. Makes me make, well. I'm, I'm getting old. It makes me wee, so I don't drink. <laughs> uh, you know, apparently we didn't throw enough of it in the harbour, so they still sell it in the states. So. <laughs> Oh, uh, how'd you have yours? Milk and sugar? No, black, straight up. Oh, you heathen. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Milk and sugar. <laughs> See, you uh, bloody Americans, you can't do anything properly, can you? No, no, we can't. No, <laughs> no. You have to bastardize no, our tea now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, and now we're uh, there's a few politicos uh, throwing around the word Brexit in our elections. So Jesus oh, for fuck's sake. God. They're still throwing that round here. No one's got a fucking clue what it means. Now we have hard Brexit and soft Brexit, and I don't fucking know what that is. It sounds like you're pushing out a hard poo, doesn't it? Oh, I'm having a hard Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or it's uh, with Viagra or without Viagra. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I just... Oh, oh fucking politics at the moment is just... I don't get it. I don't get what's wrong with the world. Really don't. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, uh, uh, Nigel Farage and uh, Donald Trump and Boris, what's his name, certainly aren't what's right with the world. No, but yet they still keep getting into these pos- positions of power, don't they? And people still fucking yep. listen to them. So. Yep. But I've said exactly. it before, to quote Peep Show, which is a TV show over here, 
people like Coldplay and voted for the Nazis. You can't trust people. <laughs> and that's true. Yep, yep, yep. So there you go. Oh, well, we'll find out in a couple of weeks what's going to happen to your country, won't we? Yeah, we will. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> on that note... Exactly. On that note, should we talk about some films where people die? It's a lot more cheery. Yeah, let's do that. It is. It's a lot more cheery. <laughs> should we Should we do a little bit of what we've been buying this week? Yeah, let's do that. Oh, let's play my, my jingle. Woohoo! What we've been buying, what we've been buying... <laughs> no expense spared on this show right Byron, that, what you, that's what, right that's what, right what have you bought um hang on i gotta i gotta look at something real quick oh yeah couldn't you have done that before we started oh shut up <laughs> ah yes so i i you know this was a since last time we talked this is uh i bought a few things yeah little film called gallows oh gallows or the gallows no, Gallows. Gallows. Last year, found footage movie. Very oh, I haven't good. seen that. Well, I know it, but I haven't um, seen it. Bought a little film called Neon Demon. We'll, right. we'll talk later about that. My review goes live tomorrow, so I can't do to say too much. But yeah, I'll say it for both of us. Don't worry. Yeah, I think um, we agreed on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I bought DVD of X Men One, Two, and Three. A DVD or a uh, Blu-ray? No DVD because okay. I got the digital codes. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Then I got a nice uh, two steel books, X Men: Days of Future Past. Yes. I I love the comic book shit. I mean, I love it. And uh, uh, Independence Day. What was it? Resurrection or something? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Did you keep the receipt? Well, <laughs> no, I didn't keep the receipt. It's also in a nice steel book. Oh, I fucking hate Independence Day. I haven't even seen the second one. I just hate the first one. I think the first one was a little bit better, but the second one, I mean, they make no apologies. It is what it is. It's an action movie with cool stuff in it. That's where it, that's what it is. Okay. I'll take you know, word nobody's going to win any, Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a fun action movie. Okay. Yeah. It ain't going to win any awards, but who cares? Okay. Anything else? So that's kind of, that, that's kind of my haul. Oh, well, you go a bit of a mixed bag then, really. Yeah, well, you know, I buy I buy a lot of movies um, because this X Men one through three essentially it was three digital codes for like ten bucks yeah. is really why I bought it. So okay, yeah, I've got those on Blu-ray. Yeah, I, I do like those first X Men films. Yeah, they're really they're they're good. I think I'm only missing now on digitally is uh, First Class, but I got that on Blu-ray, and then the couple of the Wolverine movies maybe. I bought um, First Class and Days of Future Past on Blu-ray. A few weeks ago, but I bought them secondhand. The codes were missing; they'd already been used, so I haven't got them. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got them digital, but I've got them on Blu-ray. They look good. I'm a, kind of a big fan of the digital stuff because you know, like I can take it anywhere. And when I go visit my grandson, we yeah. can watch superhero movies. Oh, talking about, I watched uh, oh, Captain America: Civil War yesterday. I saw your review. Yeah. What were you thinking? What do you mean? What was I thinking? What were you thinking? What? Were you drinking? No. And why? Did, do you like it? Did you did you fall? Did you hit your head? No. Why? Do you like it? I do like. It. Oh, it's just. I don't. It's worth more than three stars. Well, I actually reduced it to two and a half. Oh, you bastard! I just. Oh. What? What? The, Mar- the Marvel films. I mean, I like the first ones up to Avengers Assemble or the Avengers as you call it over there, which I loved. I did love that film. I thought it was great. 
And then after that, don't know, they just... I watched the first 20... I think they're trying to follow the structure of Bond films and missing it completely. They seem to Explain least, yourself. Well, it's like, yes, the Civil War, it just seemed to have this um, opening action scene, which was all-encompassing and explosions and blah, blah, blah. Couldn't follow who was doing what and who was who and what was that. But And it's been ages since I've watched Winter Soldier, so I couldn't remember how that ended. But you have this action scene that goes on for about 20 minutes, and then you have like the cooling down bit and everybody sort of talks and about stuff that you don't know what the fuck they're on about. And then you get an hour of more people coming in and more people dying and more people. I, just, I couldn't follow it. I just could not follow it. Ah, okay. I gotcha. It was well made. It looked really good. And the action scenes were good, especially the later on ones when it was sort of Iron Man against Captain America. I thought that was really well shot, really well done. Those are the bits I liked, but all the stuff in between, I just, it loses me now. Marvel. I'll be honest. It 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 is. Uh, there's a lot of characters being being brought in, so yeah. it is a little bit tougher. Yeah, I will admit. Now I loved it. I I think I gave it like four, probably four stars. Okay. But I also have to look up characters sometimes because I don't remember them. Yeah. I mean, I got to about an hour and a half in, and then I had to look on Wikipedia to see what the plot was because I just couldn't follow it of what they were giving me on the screen. <laughs> And I was sitting there watching it with my son. And I said, are you following this? He went, no. He said, I just want to watch the bits with Captain America fighting. I said, yeah, that's all I'll watch now. <laughs> I didn't get it. Uh, you know, and the fact that you've got, to, you've got to watch about five films previous to understand what's happening in the latest one. I, was, I can't be asked. Well, you know, there's times where I miss some nuances too and have to go back and do rewatches. So, But I don't mind it. I, I enjoy that part of it. Yeah, I'm not saying it's it's a bad film per se. I just it just didn't do it for me. You know. I got gotcha. you. I'm with you. But I don't Two think and any, a half stars. Any of the recent Marvel ones. Have. I mean, Iron Man three, I quite enjoyed. But um, you know, the second Thor film, Winter Soldier, and that I just didn't like them. I hated fucking Age of Ultron. I thought that was terrible. I haven't seen Ant Man, although I have got it somewhere. It's Ant Man's a pretty good movie. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it's all right. But uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I, I fucking hated. I don't get what was so good about that. Everyone seemed to love it. Yeah, that's my least favourite Marvel one. But um, apparently Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell are going to be in the second one. <laughs> Come on. Which means I'm going to have to watch it. <laughs> Come on, are you serious? Yeah, Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash? <laughs> I know. They've got to drop a line in there, haven't they? Tango and Cash. Oh, God help us. All right. Oh, well. That's <laughs> Shall I move on to mine? Yes. How do we get into the Civil War? How did you segue into that? Oh, because you were talking about superheroes. Oh, right, right, right. And then I then I launched into a tirade. Okay. Yeah. Well, I did. Anyway. Right. I have bought recently. Uh, I bought Tales of Halloween on Blu-ray. Tales of Halloween. Okay. You've seen that, haven't you? I think I have. It's the uh, anthology one. Ten short stories. It's got Pollyanna yeah, McIntosh have... in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah, because I reviewed that. Um. This time last year, because it was getting a digi- digital release. And I reviewed it for uh, Flickering Myth then, and then it's taken like a year, and Arrow just put it out on Blu-ray last week. That's right, I bought it on Apple. It's like the only movie I own on Apple. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it got out a Blu-ray and DVD release last week, so I, I bought that. Um, I've got to say, I think I prefer it to Trick or Treat. Really? Yeah, I think it's... What's Trick- that? I love Trick or Treat. I think Trick or Treat's great, but I think it's a film that doesn't hold up as well to rewatches, And I think Tales of Halloween does. Uh, okay, okay. That's the only reason. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. I bought Christine on Blu-ray. Ooh! Yes, after you uh, 
I had to explain to you my rating system on Flickering Myth. <laughs> yes, you did. I got confused by that. I'm like, yeah, it can, it can I, you know, I was I was seconds away from swimming to England to, to thump you. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it can be a little bit uh, confusing with that rating system, but you'll find the next one I'm doing for them is uh, Howling 2. So uh, okay. there's a difference in film and movie right there. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's a better movie than it is a film. But yeah, Christine, the uh, John Carpenter film, which looks amazing on Blu-ray, does look really good. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's released by a new company over here called Powerhouse Films. Okay. And they're putting okay. out... they're putting out a range of stuff, but there's a few horror nuggets in there. They did Body Double as well. And what they've got um, Happy Birthday to Me, the slasher film coming up in a few weeks time. Yep. yep. So uh, yeah. Are they are they doing uh are they doing Salem's Lot and um, Cat's Eye as well? I haven't seen it because when yeah you mentioned that before and I nobody's uh, done a Salem's Lot Blu-ray okay. over here so uh, okay. hopefully somebody will one of those guys might. I shall yeah, just put the those three in. pop those three popped up in Blu-ray over here. Yeah, because it came out last month on a different label. Oh, that's right. It too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Christine's come out. So yeah, I mean, maybe there's a bit of a call for these Stephen King ones now. So yeah, hopefully someone will pick it up. And uh, I also got The Burning on Steelbook Blu-ray from Arrow. You did? I did. I do believe it has sold out, the Steelbook, everywhere. But I pre-ordered it, luckily. Ha 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 ha. Yep, The Burning, the slasher from 1981. Yeah, I reviewed it for... Flickering Myth, so if you want to know my full thoughts on the film, you can go over to them. But yeah, the Blu-ray, uh, start again. The still book is lovely, and uh, you I, pro- probably can't get one now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have the uh, Scream Factory release oh, on Burning. Yeah, it's a bit more significant over here, because it's the first time we've had an uncut release. Seriously? Yeah, the only version you could get before this wow. was okay. the trimmed version. The way you tell is in the scene where Fisher Stevens gets his fingers chopped off. If that's yes. miss, if that's missing, then uh, yeah, that's the trimmed version basically. So this is the first time darned. that that scene has been fully available. I'll be darned. Even though it's been available on slasher documentaries, you can get over here that have been available for years. So you can see that scene in there's a documentary called uh, Going to Pieces, all about slasher films, and they show you it in that several times. That's been available for years, but the full version of the burning hasn't been because hmm. that's the way we do things here. So, I'm just waiting for somebody to do a full uncut release of the original My Bloody Valentine now, because we still haven't got one. Really? Yeah. I'll be darned. Yeah, still cut. A nice uncut Blu-ray would be lovely. So, come on, Arrow, or, or Powerhouse, or 88 Films, any of those guys. Sort it out. You know, that would make a good show. What? Original versus remake. Yes, my, it would, yes. My, my Bloody Valentine. Yeah, I think it may be on the list, actually. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll, I'm sure we'll get to that fairly shortly. Because just because it's not available here doesn't mean I haven't got one. I oh, I understand. I understand that. Well, just, I haven't got know. access to one. I just haven't got a nice British one. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. So, so what else you been buying? Um, I can't remember. I bought some VHS tapes actually. Okay. I've got Fright Night Two, the one from the eighties. I got that on VHS. Nice big box. And I've bought Kindred from the eighties as well. Are these uh, are these big boxes or clamshells? Uh, big boxes. Okay. Oh, I love the big box. And I got Dawn of the Mummy, <laughs> the one that our, our friends at Strange Deadly discussed. And I got it for ninety nine pence in a nice big box. Uh, Lovely. Yeah, I'm sure you like the big box. Yeah. Oh, I love a big box, me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that's about it. I can't remember anything else. I'm sure there's other stuff I've bought, but um, I can't remember. 
Right. <laughs> Should we move on? Do some good, some bad, and some ugly. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right then, hit us with something good. I'm gonna. I, I've been kind of banging on about this film. It's uh, Scurzo Diabolico. Okay. It is um, by a Mexican horror director. Mm-hmm. He did uh, did a little movie called Here Comes the Devil, which is excellent. Here comes um, the devil. That sounds familiar. Where the the two kids get lost in the mountains and they come back and they're actually possessed by the oh, devil. Oh yes, yes, I've seen that. Yes. I loved it. Yeah, that was good. And uh, uh, he did, I think he did Letter B in the first ABCs of Death. Okay, He's done yeah. some other stuff. But, but yeah, I really, uh, I didn't realize he had done Here Comes the Devil. I'm watching this movie. and It's like, yeah, this is a great movie. Love it. It's pretty simple plot. And it's it just, it's really, really, really interesting. I don't want to. I don't want to say too much more because I don't want to give anything away. But it's uh, it's a new release this year. It's absolutely worth a watch. It is really, really good. Well, I've just made a note of that. So yeah, I like Here Comes the Devil. So I might uh, look that one yeah. up. Yeah, it's a uh, got a little bit of revenge at the end. Well, it's got a lot of revenge. Oh, good. I like a good revenge. There, uh, that's why I mentioned it. Good. Well, that sort of ties into my good as well. Actually, is a little movie called Senentunchi. I think that's how you pronounce oh. it. Yeah, yeah, you were watching that the other night. Yeah, but it's, its full title is Sinan Tunchi Curse of the Alps. It's a Swiss horror film. Not that I know much about Swiss horror. I don't think there are that many of them. But I was—I um, was going to say there's not a whole ton of Swiss horror, is there? No, they're not known. Something they're not known for. But um, yeah, this was recommended to me by uh, uh, Richard Wells on Twitter, and he'd been banging on about it for ages actually. And it's been on my list, and uh, he messaged the other day that it's on UK Netflix. So uh, I gave it a watch. Yeah, because you can't. I'll get be darned. In, in good old British logic, you can't get it on DVD in this country, but you can get it on Netflix. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's really good. It's set in the Swiss mountains. Um, it's sort of like a, a fairy tale, if you like. Very much folk horror fits into you know, the witch and that type of stuff. Um, but there's a little okay. bit, there's a little bit of rape revenge in there. But the rape stuff is sort of integral to the plot, really. It is sort of foretold in the, in the fairy tale section, so it's not uh, it's not you no, know, I spit on your grave or anything like that. But yeah, um, yeah, I got you. But yeah, just a really really solid film. Again, I'm not going to say too much because uh, it does it doesn't turn out the way you quite expect it to be. But um, yeah, it runs a little long. It's nearly two hours long, and there's a lot of time shifts in it, which can be a bit distracting. But uh, you get past that. It's such it's one of those. One of those little gems that you think, oh, I'd like to watch that again, and I'm going to when I can find a copy. <laughs> I can get you can get a US DVD or you can get a German Blu-ray. What's it going for? What's the US DVD cost here? Uh, on well, on Amazon it's about eight pounds plus the postage. Huh, that's not bad. Okay, that's not, okay. That's not bad. But I might go for the German Blu-ray because the film's in German anyway, and it's got the English subtitles. So. Uh, I might go for the Blu-ray, but the Blu-ray is about eleven quid, which I haven't got now. I bought an expensive car. <laughs> Do you think Brexit will have any effect on digital rights and players and all that kind of stuff? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Don't know all these people crying about the effects of Brexit. We haven't actually fucking left yet, so I don't know what everyone's moaning about yet. But uh, <laughs> no. We're still going to be Region 2, and Europe will still be Region 2. Uh, okay. The, the only thing I can see it affecting is maybe import costs or anything like that. But Sure, sure, sure. Yep, we'll, yep. we'll have to wait and see. All right, let's move on to bad. Go on, then. Give us something bad. 
Neon Demon. <laughs> I knew you were going to Just say a bad that. movie. Okay. It's, it's very arty, or at least it tries to be arty. But it's all blow and no go, as they say. <laughs> it is... <laughs> it's just... There's nothing to it. It, it no. the, the plots aren't developed very well. The characters, I want them all to die within the first, like, five minutes. Hmm. I want every single one of them to die. I just don't even. Nope. 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 Okay. I'm not going to say too much because my review goes live tomorrow. So you want to know what I thought, go over to flickeringmyth.com some point after tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's just say... If you want a better representation of what I think they were trying to do in Neon Demon, go mm. watch Starry Eyes. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's a much better film. Yeah, good call. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I can see that. Right. Yeah. Yep. My bad is I don't. I think you've seen this one. Is digging up the marrow? The devil you say. What? Digging up the marrow. I love that movie. Really? Yes. What's what do you love about it? Everything. It's found footage. It's Adam Green making fun of himself. It's good stuff. Yeah. Or you could say it's fucking annoying shaky cam and it's Adam Green indulging himself for no fucking reason and no payoff whatsoever. <laughs> well, that's that's the pessimistic take on the movie. And I like Adam Green. I'm a fan. But oh, man, this was painful. I found this in our local pound shop. So it cost me a pound. I was like, okay, yeah, I've heard of this. It's supposed to be good. So I put it on, and within the first... Well, as soon as I saw the shaky cam found footage, I just went, oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. Why didn't you ask me beforehand? I could have told you it was a found footage with shaky cam stuff. You would have avoided this whole problem. And I, was like, uh, and I thought, well, it's Adam Green. Ray Wise is in it. You know, there's a few faces I know. Let's just see what happens. And no, it just lost me. I didn't get what it was trying to achieve. Apart from irritate the fuck out of me. <laughs> I, could, I could have warned you you were going to waste a pound on it. I knew you wouldn't like I know. that movie. I had a good mind to take it back to the shop. If it wouldn't have cost me about £2 to drive back to the shop. Oh, man. Yeah, it's just... Uh, it's, a, it's a vanity project, isn't it, really? What's that? It's a vanity project, his, that film. It's just him advertising his own production company's stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I could be taken like that. I prefer to think he's making fun of himself. Uh, I could, some, I could make fun of him better than that. I believe me. Oh, Chris, I could have saved you the hassle. I know. Well, believe me, that DVD is up for sale <laughs> with the few other going off to music magpie. That is, yeah, didn't like that at all. <laughs> oh, I, I think I paid nine bucks for the DVD. Fuck it, hell. That's yeah, more than the I budget of the film. Yeah, uh, I bought it when it came out, so I even I'm contemplated. A guy. I even thought, well, I should keep it because I'm a fan of Adam Green. I've got all his other films. I'm like, no bollocks, yeah. no, 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 just get rid of it. <laughs> I'll never watch it again. So. Oh goodness. Oh god, give us something ugly. I, then. I I know you do love a little bit of the Hatchet, so. Oh, I love a bit of Hatchet. And Frozen's brilliant as well. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a good movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's a good movie. No, oh, yeah, that's a really good film, but. Uh, yeah, I can't be doing with this nonsense. An ugly movie. Um, you know, this one pains me to say this. <laughs> okay. It, it pains me to say this because I, I happen to be a big James Wan fan. Are you going to say the same film that I'm about to say? 
The Ugly Film is Conjuring 2. Ha <laughs> snap! Oh. <laughs> what was he thinking? He was thinking, oh, I don't want to do another Fast and Furious just now. Oh, look, there's a horror film. I can do my sequel to my own film. And they'll pay me. And everyone will love me. But the whole thing was was just... It was too long. Wasn't it just? It was too long. Yeah. And... I, I, I mean, do they do they really have to work the whole nun in at the beginning and at the end? I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of ways they could have done that and cut 30 minutes out of that movie. <laughs> I could have cut about an hour and a half out of it. Yeah, and, and I mean, I I know it's uh, I, I I was as I'm watching this and I'm just I'm so disappointed. It was the same feeling I had sitting in the Blair Witch. I'm okay. just like, oh, oh James Adam. Simon, what are you guys doing? I it, it just and it wasn't the script was clunky, the plot was disjointed and clunky and long, and I'm like, is this the same guy that did the conjuring? My problems with it are maybe a little oh. bit more um uh I don't want to say personal, that's not the right word. Um because it was set in England and yes. I was watching it thinking this is an American's view of what England is. This isn't what England was in the seventies. My biggest thing with that was the fucking house that she lived in was the TARDIS from Doctor Who because you looked at it on the outside, it looked like a standard Middle England council house. When you went inside, fuck me, those rooms were huge. Ah, yes, you said the TARDIS effect, right? Yeah, so obviously a set because believe me, English council houses do not look like that. That was an American designer's view of what one of those houses looked like. With the archway in the hall and the big flash staircase and the corridors between the bedrooms. No fucking way. <laughs> I, 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 I think I've heard Dan and Gav from the uh, how, uh, podcast on Haunted Hill. Yeah. I think they've, they've talked about this American's view of England yeah. whenever an American director sets something in England. Yeah. It's, uh, they almost call it the red bus effect. Yeah. You know, because he said that's usually the telltale sign that Americans were involved when they have a big red bus. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I get, I get you. Yeah, and I'm actually just going to type something in now. Keep talking. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I could get that because yeah, it did have the TARDIS effect. Because you know, I mean, it's yeah, they know, also they had th- I mean, it was little things. It was like the use of the Clash, London Calling, when they went to England, which came out three years after the fucking film was set, which annoyed me. And I know I shouldn't get annoyed at things like that, but well, you did. Well, no, 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 no. That's bad staff work. That's bad staff I mean, that's, work. And it was. Things... I mean, that's that's like in the remake of the was it the Chainsaw Massacre where they were off by a couple of years oh, of like the, uh, Leonard Skinner song. Leonard Skinner song came out the year after the film was set. Yeah, yeah. and uh, a single parent in seventies Britain on handouts would not have a remote control television in the seventies. Right. Top earners, a rich person, may have a remote control television. That's it. Single parent families would not. We only had three channels in England in the 70s, so why is she skipping through all them channels when the ghost appears on the TV screen? Yeah. All those things I mean, popping up. We only had three channels. And the house is huge. The house is fucking massive. I mean, honestly. I thought, and what's what's with the, the pool in her basement? Yeah, oh, yeah, what? yeah. Because you would, as soon as your basement was flooded, you'd just ignore it, wouldn't you, for a couple of weeks? Yeah, sure. Uh, it would smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, basement. That house would not have had a basement. And if it did, it would have been a very small stone room with no water fittings in it like that. That was an American's house. That was not a British house. 
Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. We have attics more over here than uh, basements. And it's only where you grew up, too, because yeah. there's a lot of places that, uh, because of the soil and the ground, you can't have basements. Exactly. South Texas, nobody has basements, you yeah. know? Uh, a house like that would, it just, no, it wouldn't happen. And those fucking accents that that woman had, Jesus Christ, what part of Australia was she supposed to be from? <laughs> I love hearing you guys talk about accents. Cracks Fuck me up. Me. No, and I'm from the southeast. Not quite as uh, well. That's North London. It was sort of set, but uh, yeah, that accent was just fucking hell. No, <laughs> that's someone who's watched a few episodes of you know EastEnders and gone, yeah, yeah, we can copy that accent. No. <laughs> and I and I know there was um, in the real life case. I was just about to say the real life case. Yeah. That. The, the guy with the glasses ha- ha- actually lived with them for about a year before the Warrens got involved. Is that correct? Well, the Warrens got involved for less than 24 hours before they were swiftly told to fuck off. Because basically they came over from America and the, one of the first things that they said was words to the effect of, do you know you can really profit from this? And they were told, right, fuck off back to America. So they oh, come on. See- Seriously? Yes, and I got that information from... I believe it was now playing podcast, but I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, they didn't investigate the Enfield haunting. They came over here and were told to piss off. Where did James Witt want to get his source material, then? Oh, I don't know. It's just a load of fictional bollocks. Oh, uh, like, uh, like okay. Most ghost stories are. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a mess of a film. It's an absolute mess. And the, the sad thing is, I can cope with badly researched and messy films if they don't try and make out that they're true but you know that a load of people are going to come away from this going oh well yeah yeah because it's all based on a true story no it's not yeah exactly it's really not it's just horrible and i like i like the first conjuring i thought it was a nice sort of throwback to amityville and that type of thing but uh yeah this was just horrible yeah yeah it was uh you know and and what you could have a good movie that's just ugly because it just misses the mark, but it's still a good movie. Yeah. This one was ugly because it was just such a god-awful mess. Yeah, it was too long. It was too bloated. It was factually incorrect. You know, I, I like Patrick Wilson. I like Vera Farmiga. I think they're really good as Ed and Lorraine Warren. I think they make a nice yeah. screen, screen couple. I like them in other films that they've been in as well. Um, Absolutely. I, no, it really But, you know, um, bad. <laughs> I almost paid $22 for that movie, but I decided, no, I'm not going to do that now. Thing um, is, I did. And I, oh, God. I did because it's my own stupid fault. What I normally do is over here on, on Amazon, because, you know, if you pre-order on Amazon, you get things cheaper, don't you? For all the you time. can, yes. You yep, can do, yep. yeah. Well, this yep. was one that I pre-ordered months ago with some other stuff, um, and because you have to spend over £20 to get free delivery. Okay. So I, I put this on an order with some other stuff, um, and then I got some of the stuff through at different times, and then I forgot to cancel this off the order, which I meant to do, so I didn't have to pay for it. So I'll, I'll just buy it later on when it's cheaper. And I fucking forgot, didn't I? And I just oh. got this. E- I got this email through and says your order of the Conjuring Two is on its way. And I'm oh bollocks! I've just paid fifteen fucking quid for that. <laughs> I did get a digital I just, copy. <laughs> I. I, I... I decided to rent it, yeah. so I uh, I rented it and went, oh, thank God I didn't pay any money for this. Yeah, see, I paid full whack for it because I'm a fucking moron. Yeah, well, I paid 15 bucks for uh, Neon Demon, so. Well, there you go. We're equal then. <laughs> I got a review Karma copy of that. Karma bitch slap, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, I've got oh. the other I've got the other Conjuring on Blu-ray and digital, and I've got the Annabelle film on Blu-ray and digital. So I suppose it completes the set sort of thing. You know what I'm like about completing that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, I'd rather have waited six months till it's like six ninety nine. Then I might have paid for it. But oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Or or a pound in a used uh, DVD shop. You know? Yeah, I could swap it for digging up the marrow, couldn't I? Saying that, I did get Scream 4 from the Pound Shop the other day on Blu-ray. Oh, nice. Which, nice. Yeah, it's not, not a great film, but it was more fucking entertaining than Digging Up the Marrow. And for a quid, there you go. Edger, you know, you got to get that set going. That's it, that's it. I've got the other three, so I may as well get that one, yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, well. Right, shall we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Okie dokie. Right, I'm looking forward to these ones. Let's talk Halloween. I'll play a trailer. Yes. It's 1998 in a remote California town at a secluded private school. We could have a Halloween party just the four of us. We could have a roaming orgy. I love the way this man thinks. No booze, no drugs, no kidding. One teacher is living in fear. I'm not who you think I am. I changed my name when I went into hiding. terrible. My brother killed my sister. <laughs> How'd he do that? With a really big kitchen knife. That's enough. I can't take it, Mom. He's dead. It's been 20 years. What's he waiting for, huh? Don't you think he would have shown up by now? What's going on, baby? I don't know. This is a sick joke. <laughs> now. The face of good and the face of evil will meet one last time. But this time, it's going to be a fight to the finish. This summer, terror won't be taking a vacation. Halloween H2O. It's Halloween. I guess everyone is entitled to one good scare. I've had my share. Right. Halloween H20. It's not H2O. I'll get to that in a minute. H20. Well, it's H20. Okay. Yes. It's Just... not H2O. O is a letter. I understand, smartass. And I will not accept anything else. Right. H2Z, alright, let's just go. Halloween 7, directed by Steve Miner, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, hooray! Adam Arkin, Michelle Williams, Josh Hartnett, Janet Lee, LL Cool J, Joseph Gordon Levitt, and Adam Han Bird. Right. Synopsis or not? What's that? Synopsis? Oh, Michael Myers tracks down his sister. Another Laurie sister? S- Laurie Strode. No, she's dead. No, she's not. She's not. She faked her death. Did she? Yes. You cheeky little minx. Right. I know. I think to put this film into some perspective, we need to go back to 1995 with Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. Oh, do we have to? Which we discussed last time. Uh, I don't want to go back. 
Nobody I don't want to go back. Nobody sent me a producer's cut yet. I want to see a producer's cut. Somebody send me one. Anyway. I'm not breaking up my set. <laughs> I sent you a producer's cut. I can't right? play your Blu-ray. <laughs> I have the Scream Factory set of these. Mm. I know. We haven't got that set. Anyway, let's go back. Halloween 6 came out, 995, and everyone hated it. It was universally loathed and despised, uh, with good reason. So, effectively, you could say slasher films were really sort of dead by 1995. No one really gave a shit anymore. And then Scream comes out. Now, Scream, I've got a few problems with, and we'll get there one day, I'm sure, when we get to cover those. But it did do some good in generating a bit more interest in slasher films. Would you agree? Absolutely. Scream was a good movie. It came at the right time. Yeah, it was needed. It was a film that was needed. Yep, Um, yep. Directed by Wes Craven, of course, who's the master of Elm Street and all this sort of stuff. So it was in good hands. Um, It regenerated the slasher boom. It gave the genre a bit of direction, a bit of style for the 90s. And in its wake, we got shitloads of films. Like, I know what you did last summer and Urban Legends and all that sort of stuff. Yep, yep. And we got Halloween H20 in 1998. Yes. Yeah, this was prompted by Jamie Lee Curtis, who wanted to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Halloween. Uh, she wanted John Carpenter to be involved, but he uh, he wanted too much money, apparently. So we get Steve Miner, a man who's who's got a bit of form when it comes to uh, horror sequels. He did Friday the 13th, 2 and 3. Yep, yep. Amongst others, he's done Lake Placid. Yes, he and, did. And the Day of the Dead remake, but we'll ignore that. And... <laughs> yeah, have you seen that? <laughs> oh, that is a fucking awful film. Anyway, yeah, but he's got form with slasher films, so we're back on familiar territory. We've got no Donald Pleasance, who had sadly passed away a couple of years before. So yeah, new generation, but with some old familiar faces. What do you think? Yes, what do you I think? love it. You I love like it. it. You I like, like it. Did you I see do. this? Did you see this in theaters? God, I'm trying to think. See. That's strange, because my recollection of seeing this for the first time is hazy as well. I don't think I saw it in the theatres. No, I didn't. I know I didn't see it in theatres, but I'm pretty sure me and my mates rented it on video at the time. Yeah, I I think that would have been my first uh, inkling was. um... I do know that in about 2000, I was sharing a house with a mate of mine, and uh, we lived literally 50 yards from a supermarket, and uh, he ponced a packet of fags off me one night. Oh, sorry. Borrowed some cigarettes off me one night. <laughs> no, 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 no. What you have to do yeah. is you have to utter the phrase, for our American listeners. For our American listeners, he uh, <laughs> asked me for a packet of cigarettes, which, because uh, I smoked then, because I was naughty. And, yeah, and then the next night... Do you still came... smoke? No, no, gave up years ago. And, okay. Uh, the next night, he came in and he said, oh, I've... I said, oh, have you got them cigarettes? He said, no. He said, I've just bought you this, though. And he'd been over to the supermarket and they had... Halloween H20 on video for like three ninety nine. He said, oh, I bought you that instead. So I just remember watching it from that. Although I know I had seen it before then. Just one of my little anecdotes. Huh. I know it's not the most rock and roll thing you'll ever hear, but there you go. <laughs> you know, I, I really like this film. Um, yeah. I know the, the one thing that I, I don't necessarily care for is it's a little bit cool. A little bit It's what, very sorry? 90s. You know, it's got that glossy on the feel yeah and i think that's to do with you know, the, the look is very shiny very glossy yeah i think it was just a you know product of the time but yes yes i, I like i like the plot 
I like the actors and actresses. They did a great job. They're not um, too annoying. We got a poster with the lead actress's head and all the other heads behind it, like they do in Scream. Yep, exactly. Um, <laughs> we got an appearance from Janet Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis's mum, and a little psycho reference. We do, we do. Um, a bit of fun. We did. Let's let's talk about the the Michael Myers. Yeah. Now this is my problem with this film. It's my one problem that stops this from getting a slightly higher mark from me. Michael Myers in this film is terrible. Is so, it? I mean, we, we all know that Michael Myers can drive, okay? He's, he's driven station wagons. He's driven tow trucks. Yeah. But that old car that, I mean, he's driven a tow truck. And then this old car that he stole that, as we Americans say, may have had three on the tree. Yeah, but okay, certainly yeah. he was going to have to double clutch it, just like the tow truck. Where the yeah. hell did he learn how to double clutch? <laughs> I mean, for the life of me, where? Well, he's probably had been hanging around, you know, between Halloweens. He, you know, watches TVs and shop windows and uh, picks up bits of info here and there. Um, maybe the hobo who had hold of him in Halloween 5 maybe told him how to do that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and it's just... But yeah. even if he did, it doesn't matter because this film effectively writes off parts 4, 5 and 6. Oh, God, yes, we have to. Which I isn't mean, a bad thing. No, not at all. No. Yeah, this is a direct sequel to Halloween 2. Correct. Yep. Michael Myers in this is awful. He looks, he's got the physique of a slightly anemic teenager. He's, there's about four different masks that he uses in this film. They all look shit, and one of them's even CGI, which fuck knows why they were doing that. Surely that can't be cheaper than going to a, you know, Halloween store and buying a knockoff mask. But um, yeah, he's the worst thing in this film. I like Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis, I think she's very good in this. Uh, she seems to be enthusiastic about what she's doing rather than yep, doing it for yep. a paycheck. Yep, yep. Which is good. I even like poor man's George Clooney, Adam Arkin, who plays her love interest. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. Josh Harnett did really well. I mean, it was, uh, you know. It was a good cast. There were some nods to the old Halloween films. But, but like you say, it felt very slick, very modern, very scream-like. Yeah, yes. not surprising. Yeah, the action's good. So there's a couple of good gore bits in there. It's it's a good, neat, tidy little slasher film, except for the fact that the main villain looks weedy and has a shit mask. What did you think of the very uh, the escape? What did you think of the very beginning thing? Uh, the, oh, that's the bit with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. A very young Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's it. You know, again, it it felt like a nod to the old Halloweens because you had the nurse okay. who was in the original film. Yep, yep. You had that little picture she had on the desk of um, Donald Pleasance. Yep, yep. So, Yeah, I thought, yeah, it, it was set in the scene, wasn't it? It was, you know, do you remember those old films? Well, here we are. We're back here again. We're back in that in that universe. Sure, sure. And I, yep, I like that. I thought it was absolutely fine. Yeah, I think it's one of those films. If it's on telly, I'll always sit and watch it. Yes, you know? yes. Which is what I did not so long ago. Um, I do have it on Blu-ray as well. Um, ah, okay. It's on that set I've got that's got this resurrection and curse of Michael Myers on it, all on the one disc. <laughs> I know, <laughs> one out of three ain't bad, is it? Um, I look at it as it was about six pounds, so that's two pounds of film. So and it completes the set. Yeah, okay. All right, fair, fair play, fair play, fair play. Um, so yeah, I think this is a nice little slasher film. Say, there's a couple. Of, I don't like the way he, Michael Myers lowers himself from the ceiling in that one shot. The which you one you broke up? Sorry. There's that scene where Jamie Lee Curtis is going through the school 
And yes. he, he lowers himself behind her from the ceiling. And you think, oh, yes. No, you weren't holding yourself yeah. up on that light fitting with one hand like a gymnast. No. <laughs> and she would have seen you. Those big walls and ceilings are white. You can see where there's a shadow up there. <laughs> there's little touches like that, but you, you forgive that. It's a slasher film, you know. That that reverse up uh, that reverse pull up um, becomes a signature move. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's like Rocky, isn't it? You'll exactly. see Michael Myers running on the beach with Apollo Creed in a montage. <laughs> He's getting trained in his next film by Jason. <laughs> God. So they can go and fight Freddy in a rematch. Oh God. Yeah, there's a go. There's an idea. Anyway, yeah. Shh. Shh. We'll keep that one to ourselves. Let's keep no that one on f- the down low. No one fucking listens to this anyway. Come on. Okay, there you go. That's I right. could let out state secrets here. Nobody would know. <laughs> Donald Trump would know. <laughs> he fucking wouldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't know the truth if it crawled up his ass and died. Yeah, I anyway, know. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah, so Halloween H20. Yes, it's not. I wouldn't say it's a uh, a groundbreaking film because obviously it's borrowing a hell of a lot from Scream, but I think it's what the franchise needed to inject a little bit of life into oh, it. Oh God, no kidding! Absolutely no kidding. It keeps keeps it simple, takes it back to the roots. But like I say, Michael Myers thing does let this film down. They needed a stronger Michael Myers. Yes, yes. So on that basis, I scored it three and a half. Did you really? That's yeah. exactly what I scored it. Oh, wow. Yeah. What the hell? Bloody hell. Dude, what's going on? I don't know. Yeah, it's a solid slasher film. It's an enjoyable slasher film. I think if you were to do a double pairing of Scream and then this, that would make for an enjoyable evening of slasher entertainment. Absolutely. Absolutely it would. And it pays nice homage to to the first two films in the series as well. So, uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's fine. Exactly. It's absolutely exactly. fine. Which sort of wonders why we got the next film in the series, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. You, I mean, come on. Shall I play a trailer? Come on, and we'll get into it. Yes, yes. <laughs> right. Why don't you bust? Why don't you bust that trailer? Tomorrow night, you will enter the childhood home of our most brutal mass murderer. The home has been rigged up with several cameras, but for the most part, the audience will see only what you see. Six friends. Are you sure they're not just putting us in some house with hidden cameras in the shower? This is going to be fun. Have been offered fame and fortune. That's the American dream. All they need to do. All the windows will be boarded up and all the doors will be locked shut behind them. No one will be allowed to leave until the show is over. You stay the night. Let the danger-tainment begin. Now. You think this is the one that he used to, you know, do his thing? The webcast is live. One flash and you could light up a thousand computer screens. You are like this close to getting voted off the island. The stage is set. Has anybody else seen this? That worked perfect. It's all fake. We didn't set up. I'm only trying to give America a good show. But the house. What just happened? We just lost Bill's camera. There's somebody in the hall. Is his. This summer. How many please tell us? Evil. <laughs> comes home. 
trick or treat, mother. Want a piece of me? Hello, Michael. I knew you'd come sooner or later. What took you so long? Halloween, huge erection. Uh, sorry, resurrection yep, from yep, 2002, yep. directed by Rick Rosenthal, starring Jamie Lee Curtis again. Ooh. Sean well, well. Patrick Thomas, Luke Kirby, Thomas Ian Nicholas, Bianca Kajlik, I want to say, and Buster Rhymes. You heard that right. Buster Rhymes. Buster motherfucking Rhymes. Oh. Oh, right. So, on the plus side, we've got Rick Rosenthal directing, and he directed Halloween 2. Did he? He did? Yeah. <laughs> I questioned myself, then did he? Yes, really? He, yeah. He directed Halloween 2, and this is what he came up with? Well, I don't think he came up with it, because he didn't write it, to be fair. Oh, my God. He just directed it. I'll read the IMDb. Oh, Jesus. Three years after he last terrorised his sister, Michael Myers confronts her again before travelling to Haddonfield to deal with the cast and crew of a reality show which has been broadcast from his old home. Right, yes, 2002. We're at the, the beginnings of reality TV. Yes, sadly we are. Sadly we are, and sadly it's still fucking going on, and I still don't give a fuck about any of it. So, Halloween yep. Resurrection. I didn't see this when it came out. In fact, I don't even remember it coming out. I saw this for the first time in about 2009, I think it was. Yeah, I, I saw it I saw it years later. Years yeah. later. Oh, God. Um, I don't actually remember this coming out. So I I guess in 2009, I, was, I know I was trying to complete my Halloween DVDs then. I think I must have looked it up and gone, oh, there's another one. I haven't, I haven't seen that one. Um, Let's go back a second. Let's go back. Then. Go on. The guy, the, guy who direct, the guy who directed this did Halloween 2? Yes. That's just depressing. Yeah. So, oh, God, carry on. It's a direct, well, the first sort of 15 minutes is a direct sequel to Halloween H20. Yes. Uh, So I do believe Jamie Lee Curtis was contracted to do a sequel. That was part of her contract for H20. But I think I I have heard that. And I heard the only way that she would do it is if they killed her character. off. Exactly. So spoiler, she does die within the first 15 minutes. Um, It's the best bit of the film. Oh, God, yes, absolutely. Because by the end of it, I think I looked a little bit how Jamie Lee Curtis looks at the beginning of this film. Yes, yes. Uh, Yeah, because after that, it takes a drastic swing. We go back to Haddonfield and we're in Michael Myers' old house where Buster Rhymes, of course, is setting up a reality TV show. Dangertainment. 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 And, yeah, he dresses up as Michael Myers and walks around the house and stalks some contestants. Uh, and, of course, the real Michael Myers turns up and, oh, God. There's and what could, only be descri- what could only be described as the worst scene committed in any Halloween franchise movie. He literally tells Michael Myers to go fuck off and he goes. So you say that's the worst scene. That's probably the best bit of the film. <laughs> It's the second worst scene, okay? Because I know this whole yeah. we got Halloween six where that 
that that thorn tattoo transfers to, to, to Donnie P, and that that's the worst. Oh, well, um, that's in the producer's cut, and I haven't seen that. Yeah, well, I just ruined Don't the movie spoil for, it for me. Oh, <laughs> shut up. Right then, yeah. Ah, uh, where to begin? Ah, uh, I. It, we have a we have a very young blonde. Um, God, what is her name? She was an Oculus Battlestar Galactica help. Help. Katie Sackoff. Thank you. A very young Katie Sackoff in this movie. I don't know that. I just scrolled down IMDb and saw someone with blonde hair. So that's Katie Sackoff. My next guess would have been <laughs> uh, I don't know Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> no, she played uh, she played uh, Starbuck in uh, the new Battlestar Galactica. Oh, Dirk Benedict. Yes. All right. She played Dirk Benedict in Battlestar Galactica. Yep. And oh, wow. she also played in Oculus. I haven't seen that. All right. So so you tell me. Why did they have herbs in the kitchen? Fresh herbs? I don't know. Why did they do any of it? Why did they have somebody who we don't know and doesn't appear to be related to anybody watching on a computer screen telling the people what to do? Uh, well, they were they weren't related. They were he was friends with the the one of the file girls. Um, yeah, uh, we had the guy from American Pie in this. But but we got, I mean, I'm like what can only be described as like a an old texting device, um, Paul pilot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Palm pilot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how did the signal get from his Palm pilot to her Palm pilot? Well, it's weird because in this day and age, I can't get a fucking signal on my phone. If I walk to the bottom of my garden. Yeah. So, and, and does it know. really transfer each letter at a time? Yeah, obviously it's so people watching it can oh. read it as it comes out. Come on. Yeah. It, this film is a fucking mess. It is a fucking mess. Um, top top to bottom mess. And I think I think it would, as as weird as this sounds, go with me. It it would be worse if Buster Rhymes wasn't in it. Yes, because he provided moments of levity. Now, because although his uh, casting is baffling and stupid at the same time, and he, he can't act worth a crap. No, but he's he provides the entertainment value. Yes. And if you took him out of it, you would have basically the cast of American Pie looking at computer screens and wandering around an old house. Yes, yes. Michael Myers in this, he might, he, I think he looks a little better than he did in the last film, but he's still not great. He doesn't actually do that much, to be honest. No. He just sort of pops up every now and again to let you know that he's still in the film. It's an odd one. And it pops I, in for the Kung Fu scene. Oh, yeah. Buster Rhymes oh. goes fucking Bruce Lee on him, doesn't he? Yeah. Yep. Complete yes. with, Aya! and all that sort of yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah. We're going to we're going to come to those noises later in H2. <laughs> and I think I think what they were trying to do was where I said that H20 was a film that wasn't sort of uh what's the word? trailblazing because it was following the template of Scream, but it had no, to. No, yeah. No, no, no. It, it it wasn't trailblazing, but it had to to sort of reset the series if you like. Yes. Yes. And I think with this one Somebody somewhere sort of went, hey, we need to lead the way again with the Halloween series. Reality TV is a new thing. Let's include that. Yeah. And yeah. nobody really thought it through. And, you know, any film where you include technology as the sort of main plot device is going to date very, very quickly. So you look at it now. They've got Palm Pilots. They've got these, you know, stupid mobile phone things and uh, just <laughs> obsolete nowadays anyway. They didn't work like that at the fucking time. So, I mean, I how know. are they getting them to work like that? I don't know. It's a weird film. I'm not going to say I hate it. I hate it. Because, <laughs> no. Again, 
and I use this analogy a lot, but I think it's it's a good yardstick, is it's Friday night, you sat on the sofa, you don't want to get up, what's on the telly? Let's flick through that guide. Oh, Halloween Resurrection's just starting. I'll sit and watch that for a bit. Okay, I would absolutely do that over number six. I would get up and get a movie before I'd watch number six. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I can, I yeah, because it's got some... It's got some funny parts. I mean, it's, every it's, scene with Buster Rhymes in it is so bad, I it's think, almost entertaining. I think if you took that first 15 or so minutes with Jamie Lee Curtis, put that as a DVD extra on Halloween H20, and then end the Halloween line there and call this film, other film, something else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Then, okay, yeah, it's a bit of fun. It's, you know, serial... If a fan film came out like this... You know, with Michael Myers in a haunted house and someone had done it as a fan film, I could get it. Sure, but sure. As the actual sort of next film in the series by, you know, a big uh, production company, nah, it's not good enough. They would have been better off if they pulled a Friday the 13th Part 5 on it. They would have been better if they'd done a Jason X on it and blasted him into space and done that. <laughs> well, but but Part 5, it wasn't really Jason. I mean, uh, well, no. yeah, it wasn't. Oh, you spoiled that one. What? I love Friday the 13th part five. <laughs> it's, it's well, yeah, but I, okay. Maybe you want to edit that out, but no, if no, they, we'll, we'll get there next year. Don't you worry. It, it, but if they did something like that, it would have worked. Yeah, it would have worked. I, yeah, I think quite lazily, like I said, they just went, what's hot at the moment? Reality TV's hot. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they had LL yeah. Cool J in the last one. Who can we have in this one? Well, Buster Rhymes is available. Okay. You know, Eddie's Eddie's cheap. Him or MC Hammer? Which one should we go for? <laughs> oh, the possibilities with Hammer Time in this If movie. he'd have been oh. in the next one, I'd have fucking loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to rate this film. I give it one and a half stars. I give it one. Okay. I Like I said, I don't hate it. I If it didn't exist, it wouldn't bother me. I don't really include it as part of the canon because it's got nothing to do with John Carpenter's film. Yeah, yeah. But it's... there, but there is a bit of entertainment value if you if you disassociate it and just watch it as a bit of nonsense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So exactly. We're going to move on now to 2007, aren't we? Yes, we are. Did you know? I don't know how true this is. I read somewhere that there's a rumor that there was a Halloween film made between uh, Resurrection and Rob Zombie's remake, and it was shelved. Really? I read that. I don't know how true it is. Please keep it shelved. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? What if it did star MC Hammer? MC Hammer and Paula Abdul. <laughs> don't he, oh, God. Yeah. Look, this is my favorite franchise. I have to apologize for a lot of these movies now. <laughs> I, I, I can't keep apologizing for okay all right let's move on let's do let's go into the next oh one. god yeah right. let's let's play a trailer tonight's brutal murders was described by police as manson like in its viciousness three people brutally murdered and a 10 year old boy being held in custody said a word for 15 years this summer rob zombie unleashes a unique vision of a legendary tale 
Listen, be careful in the night. A lot of nutcases come out on Halloween. Is the boogeyman real? Why are you so obsessed with the boogeyman, Tommy? Halloween night, the boogeyman attacks kids who don't believe. Oh no, Tommy! Boogeyman's gonna get me! I'm gonna cut that mask right off your face. He's come back for his baby sister. To do what? Halloween, 2007, directed by Rob Zombie, starring yep. Scout Taylor Compton, Malcolm McDowell, Brad Dourif, Tyler Maine, Sherry Moon Zombie, Richard Lynch, William Forsyth, Udo Kier, Clint Howard, Danny Trejo, Blue Temple, Tom Tolls, and Leslie Easterbrook, and Bill Mosley, although they're cut out. Right. And, and well, did you say Sherry Moon Zombie? I did. Okay. All right. So, um, go on then. All right. In spite of what I might say, I like this movie, okay? Okay. Because so I don't know where you're going with this. I, I, I like this movie. Okay. I have lots of uh, – not lots of problems with it, but I have some, some problems. When I saw it the first couple of times, I really liked it. But since that, it, it's kind of fallen off a little bit for me. Okay. And I have one major problem with it, and that's the last 20 minutes. I wish they would have just cut the last – 20 or 30 minutes off and been done with it. Okay. When he carries her to his house. Yeah. That was too much. It, it, I, at that point I'm looking at my phone. I'm trying to do anything other than finish the movie. <laughs> and, th- and that's really where it came, came down to for me is I liked what he did with the whole movie up to the last 20 minutes. See, that's strange. I, it, you know, for me, I, I don't think of this as, I completely divorce myself from the fact that this is has anything to do with John Carpenter's version. I take it as okay, so Zombie took this this killer called Michael Myers and he made a movie about it. And if I sit from that perspective, I like the movie. Yeah. Um, except for that last twenty minutes, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I mean, it was twenty or thirty minutes, and it just was like, oh. See, that's strange really? because a lot of people hate the first sort of half of it and they prefer the second half, which is basically the straight remake of John Carpenter's film. Yes, yes. So that's strange. See, I'm sort of the opposite on it with you than you because I first saw this at cinema when it came out. As you know, I'm a huge Rob Zombie fan. Yes, yes. And this was coming off the back of Devil's Rejects, which is like one of my favourite films. So I was stoked for this. And I saw it and I just went, yeah, it's all right. I didn't love it. Really? Yeah, because I would I would have thought the first fifteen minutes would have had you sucked in hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, see, it goes back to me not having that emotional connection to the Halloween franchise. I think. Okay. Okay. Because I never loved John Carpenter's film as much as I appreciate it and like it as a piece of art. I never loved it like I love you know Friday the Thirteenth something like that. But okay. 
so I watched this film and yeah, I liked getting the backstory. I like what Rob Zombie does anyway. And for me, it fell off a little bit by the end. But, you know, I thought, yeah, it's okay. It's entertaining. It was good. And then the more I've watched it, the more I like it now. Now okay. I, re- I really like it. That makes sense. Yeah. A lot of, I mean, in many ways, I mean, Halloween's a series that's got controversial films in it. A lot of, I think this could be the most controversial one, maybe. What do you reckon? Or will that uh, be the next it, one? Defi- the next one. Okay. The next one. The next one. You know, and the only other thing that I didn't necessarily care for because I didn't think it was necessary, I thought it was kind of stupid and gratuitous, was the rape scene. Yes. They, he could have cut that out because he gave himself an out. The, um, the new caretaker guy said, I'm going to come in here and mess up your room one night. Yeah. He could have done that. Michael could have escaped. We're all good. But that inclusion of the rape scene is kind of like, why? Yeah. I think it's there just literally so there's a rape scene in it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's not a particularly... I mean, I know rape scenes aren't pleasant anyway, but I I know in Devil's Reject there's that sort of humiliation scene and that's part of the story because you've got yes. to build, build up yes. that character. Yeah, it doesn't serve any purpose in this film. I no, don't know, zero. Because have you ever seen the theatrical version with Bill Mosley, Leslie Easterbrook as the prison guards? Yeah, only one time. Yeah, same here because you can't get that cut anywhere now. Right, right. I only saw I only saw it when I rented it, and then when they released uh, the DVD, I think it was only the um, director's cut. Yeah, that's the only version you can get. So, which is the version with the rape in it. So, yeah, it is an odd scene. Again, if it was cut out, it wouldn't bother me. There are other ways to get Michael out of the institution. You didn't need to have that in there. And he um, and he gave himself a built-in one. I mean, right there. Mm. So it's. So that, yeah, I'm not I'm not saying it's a perfect film. There are no. problems with it. As usual, you get the Rob Zombie cast of actors. Yes, yes. I love Ken Faree in this film, <laughs> playing Joe Grizzly. I, I okay. love that, that, that name, that Joe scene Grizzly. Is awesome. Yeah, I was watching this the other night, and I was thinking, Tyler Main, six foot nine, he plays Michael Myers. Yes. So, and he steals Ken Faree's clothes. Now, Ken Faree's a big guy, but he's not six foot nine. Now, now, listen, you got to disregard that. Yeah, I noticed, I, that. I, I noticed that yesterday. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know, I know eat, you, eat, you couldn't eat. get someone exactly the same size because it would be, look stupid. Oh. So, yeah, I, and if you notice the way the camera angles placed, they do look pretty similar when they're fighting in that toilet cubicle. But, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a yeah, great scene. Yeah. I look, Ken Farine, that big Afro wig playing Joe Grizzly, the truck driver, is just, oh, fantastic. I love I that know. scene. Uh, the only thing I didn't care for that scene is that every time he slammed him into that that stall, yeah, he uh, the camera shook. We, yeah, we don't yeah. we we don't need to. We've already got reference how big Taylor Maine is. Okay, we got you know Danny Trejo's in there and other people, so we got the size reference. Yeah, yeah. And we all know Ken Free's a big guy, so yeah. we don't need the shaky cam to to you know make that any more of a of a hit. We he all know. Enough. He went off slamming him into that toilet wall, though, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I, I tend to think that they probably nearly fully anchored it so they could bend it. I don't think it was a breakaway thing at all. I think, yeah, yeah. I think, I think Ken took one for the team on that one. I think he probably did. So they're big guys; they can take it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we got a new Laurie Strode. We got Scout Taylor Compton. Yes. What do you think for the? The way the movie was shot, how it was done, I thought she did excellent. Okay. I, I, I had no, I had no real problems with her 
as Laurie Strode? I wouldn't say excellent. I'd say she did did okay. But I think this film is less about Laurie Strode than what Carpenter's film was. You got to, like I said, I, I have to completely remove myself out of the Carpenter universe. Yeah, I think this is maybe a slightly unfair comparison to compare it to Jamie Lee Curtis because Carpenter's film centers on that character. Yes, yes. Whereas Zombie's film centers more on Michael Myers. Absolutely, 100%. And, but I thought that the universe that Zombie was working in, she did really well. Yeah. We've got Danielle Harris popping up. Yep. Not playing the yep. same character she did in Halloween 4 and 5. She's nope. playing nope. Sheriff Brackett's daughter. She's always a daughter presence, yep. even though she was about 30 and playing a 17 year old or something like that. <laughs> if you can get away with it, why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, my spirit animal, Sid Haig pops up. He does. He pops up as the, uh, uh, um, the grave, the grave digger. digger dude. Yeah. Yeah. Love a bit of Sid Haig. Uh, we've got Richard Lynch as their principal. Yes. Yeah. You didn't know he was in there, did you? No, I did. I did. As the ah. principal. I'm what sure. was the last movie he did? I thought last time we spoke, you said you didn't couldn't remember him in it. Now listen, <laughs> I probably didn't remember him in it, but I paid attention. Yeah, so uh, I paid yeah. attention. It was the principal. I looked it up, and I yeah okay. Last movie he did, I I did a little research. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we got a cast of good actors in this film, and we've also got Tyler Maine as Michael Myers, and he's a pretty fucking huge Michael Myers. Uh, my favorite of the series, I'm going to say. Really? Yes. I like it. I, he wouldn't have fitted I, in Carpenter's film. We got to we got to divorce ourselves. At least I do. I can't think of him in because absolutely would not have fit in Carpenter's universe. But for what Zombie was trying to do, yeah, it's it's, it's Rob Zombie. He's doing everything big. He's doing everything over the top. Obviously, we've got hill, yeah. he's a bit of a hillbilly, rednecky type character. So uh, yes, yes. But there yes. you go. You know, I mean, what's to say that Zombie couldn't have done a take on Leatherface or Jason that was equally as as good? It would be interesting. It would be interesting. I've always said I'd, be rather, interesting. I'd like to see Rob Zombie take on a Friday the 13th. I, and to be honest, this uh, Tyler Maine in this one uh, reminds me a little bit of Jason in the remake, but we may want to save all that for a different day. <laughs> Jason in the remake was the only good thing about it. But yeah, we'll get there next no, week. We're going to save that. Let's just save that because I, I don't necessarily think so. I, I agree a little bit, but I don't necessarily think so. Oh, you Americans, you love that Friday the 13th remake. I don't know why. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's not because we're Americans. It is. You love it. Oh, bollocks. Every country outside of America hates it. It's only you that likes it. <laughs> oh, God help us. Yeah, oh, well, we'll get there at some point. But yeah, I like Tyler Maine. He's six foot nine. He's fucking huge. He's obviously intimidating, but I think it works for Rob Zombie's film. And, uh,. Yeah, there you go. I can't really say any more than that. It's, if you don't I, like I, Rob Zombie, you won't like this film. Well, I, I don't necessarily think... Well, I don't know. I, that's a tough one for me. Maybe. Well, maybe. I mean, we said it when we spoke about 31 last time. You know, it, it's Rob Zombie doing what he does. Obviously, with this, with Halloween, he's a little bit restricted because of the material. It's based on an existing property. So he, there are certain things he's got to touch upon, but... I think the stuff that he puts in that's his own, which is basically the first half of the film, if you're not invested in Rob Zombie's way of doing things, it's going to put you off. Yeah, 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 it will. And so the last bit but, of the film, which you didn't like, is actually oh, pretty much no. a straightforward God. take on, on John Carpenter. It, well, 
the last 20 minutes is kind of, no, 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 no. The last 20 minutes is for when he carries Laurie Strode to his house. Yeah. So they depart from Carpenter. That's his own little stamp, and I wish they'd just get rid of that. Oh, well. We're always going to be a bit of disagreement in this film. But I like this film. The more I see it, the more I like it. Um, I think when you watch the sequel and then you go back to this, it does feel a little bit restrained. Um, certainly a slightly different tone to it. But, uh, yeah, out of all... Oh, the, God, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But out of the remakes that came out of that period of time, I, I think this is one of the better ones. And, uh, like I say, divorce it from Carpenter's film. It's his own thing, which is what Carpenter said to him anyway. And, yeah, I like it. It's four stars for me. It's going to be interesting when we rank these. Yeah, that's the bit I'm looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it when we do that. Yeah. yeah it, it, the, what are they? In America, we call it the rubber will meet the road. No, okay. Never heard that before. So, it's yeah, where the rubber meets the road. Where the rubber um, meets the road. What are you scoring it? Three. Three? Yeah. You say that like I should know already. <laughs> 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 There's a story behind that. I'm not saying it now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. You're giving it a three. I'm giving it a four. I think on that note, we shall move into the next one. Oh, do we have to? Yes, we do have to. Because oh, you and me need to disagree on at least one of these, and this will be the one. Yes. Yes. So, yes. Let's play a trailer. I killed him. Who'd you kill, sweetie? Who'd you kill?
Halloween 2, 2009, directed by Rob Zombie, starring Scout Taylor Compton, Tyler Maine, Malcolm McDowell, Brad Dourif, Caroline Williams, Richard Brake, Octavia Spencer, Daniel Harris, Margot Kidder, and lots of other people as well. Howard Hessman. Oh, and Howard Hessman. We can't forget him. He's not. He's a bit further down my list, yes. Right then. Dr. Johnny Fever. Dr. Johnny, yeah. See, that really wouldn't mean anything to anyone over here. No. No, it won't. No, I'm interested to see these turkeys that he threw out the helicopter. <laughs> and then finding out they don't fly. Fuck's sake. All the humanity, all the humanity. Never mind. It's, uh, <laughs> ah, it's, and who it's says America shoots first and asks questions later? Fucking That's it. right. <laughs> Where do they get these things from? Let's, okay. let's talk about what this movie should be subtitled. It should be subtitled... Uh, the, the white horse that, that has nothing to do with shit. The Halloween film that isn't a Halloween film. Yes, exactly. It is. It's Halloween in name only. Oh, okay. So and, and I like your theory that My the theory. only reason that... Yeah, the only reason why there's a white horse in this is to get Sherry Moon Zombie in it. Well, it is. Um, yeah, I, I saw this theatrically back in 2009, and I didn't like it. Um, my original review, one of the first ones I ever wrote, is online somewhere. I'm not going to direct you there. But... Um, yeah, I didn't like this the theatrical cut of this film. I thought it was full of problems, full of holes. Didn't relate to anything, didn't like it. Um, I've since learnt to really like it, bordering on love it. Uh, but that's for the director's cut. Not what what did they... Did, did the holes magically get fixed? Did Some all the white them. horse parts get taken out? No, what? that's the only thing. That's what stops me from really, really loving it, is the white horse stuff, because it doesn't need to be in there. You know, I all mean, this... how many times do they mention White Horse in this stupid movie? Yeah, it's. I'm surprised when they pop up. They actually, I might do this as a fan edit. Every time you see the White Horse, you just have the Osmonds going wah wah in the background. Where? <laughs> well, you might as well just play the Osmonds, right? Because in the first scene, almost right. Yes. Sherry Moon's going on about white horses. He's got a white horse to play with. We've got dumb quotes flying. Oh. Yeah, that, that quote appears on the screen straight away, and you just think, okay, we're gonna do, we're gonna be doing flashbacks and dreams and weird Ugh. symbolism that doesn't relate to anything in this film. So, and yeah. if you're, you know, it, it's just, it's yeah, I know people hate it. It is really there just to put Sherry Moon zombie in the film because spoiler, she dies in the first film, so she's an apparition in this film. But other than that, <laughs> we've got Michael Myers with without a mask for most of the film. A lot of people don't like that. I like it. <laughs> Considering the fucking masks that we've had for the previous six films, or whatever it was, I think having him without a mask is, is, is all right. Well, it's it's not the worst we've seen. It's not the worst. <laughs> Halloween 4 is the worst we've seen in the mask. Did you see, um, oh, I'm sorry, I can't credit the person because I can't remember who it was. I do apologise, but on Twitter the other night, one of my followers said that the mask in Halloween 4 looks like somebody's covered Mickey Rourke's face in Tipex. And he did a picture. <laughs> I, I don't know what Tipex is, but it's funny. Uh, cor correction fluid, white correction fluid. When you're typing. Oh, that's good shit right there. You never heard um, of Tipex? No, we call it white. We call it white out here. Do you know who invented Tipex? Who? Mike Nesmith's mother. From the monkeys? Yeah. Very cool. Little fact for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's white yeah. correction fluid. But yeah, Mickey Rourke covered in white correction fluid. That's the mask in part four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So this film... is part, part is part four the one with the combed hair. Yes. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, Michael Myers doesn't have a mask <sighs> a lot in this film. His face is pretty dark anyway. He's got a huge beard. Um, if you've got the Blu-ray, you can make out his features, though. It doesn't bother me in this film because, again, I divorce myself from the fact this is the classic Michael Myers character. And it's just another take. He's ba- he's just a killer in this film. He's a killer. And that's it. You know, you, it wouldn't take much of a rewrite to make this film into yeah, just a standard yeah. slasher film. You know, uh, you've got a few returning characters. You've got- it, it's interesting you say that because that's because that's one of the problems I had with it is he's, he's just killer. Yeah, I seem to remember something at the time, an interview with Rob Zombie or something like that, and someone said to him, why don't you just go ahead and do a slasher film and, instead of Halloween? And he said, well, this basically is my slasher film. You yeah. know, he, yeah. he took the gig because they were going to make Halloween 2 anyway. Uh, they were going to make it with another director if Rob Zombie didn't want to do it. So he basically said, well, I may as well do it. Um, you can tell this isn't a labour of love film for him. It's more uh, an obligation. But I still like you this know- film. It's one of those, like the Devil's Rejects, where he says, screw you, I'm doing the movie, I'm killing everybody off, good luck trying to resurrect them. Yeah, and I think that's probably why I like it, is the fact that he's not restrained in this, he doesn't have to follow Carpenter's template, he doesn't have to follow the, the classic Michael Myers template in any way, shape or form, he's free to do his own thing. And, he and, I, think, and I think really the only thing you have to make a little bit of leap on is... The first one, he does tend to follow that force of nature a bit because he survives a lot of stuff. Yeah. Or in the second, in the second one, that's one of the big, dis, you know, odd ones there. So you do have to make a little bit of a leap, but but compared to the leaps we've had to make in the series so far, it's not that drastic. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you know we're not, we're us. not. Let's not fool ourselves. We're not dealing with high end art here. You know. No. No. I just personally, I don't like it. I bordering on hate it it's got that white horse thing in it and it's just like oh god and then we got the whole michael myers his sense of direction is absolutely amazing <laughs> he takes I, a long I, time to walk back to haddonfield doesn't he seeing as though the I, van that he escapes from only goes up the road I, I, <laughs> yeah yeah it's just kind of kind of goofy yeah and it just it, it just is forget it <laughs> but you have to make allowances but I like this. I like the brutality in this film. I love the hospital scene at the beginning. Obviously, it's a nod to the original Halloween too. I love the way he kills that nurse because it's it's brutal as fuck. The way he's just stabbing away. And yes, he's grunting, but he's Michael Myers has grunted in parts five and six, so it's nothing new. Although people, well, yeah, but people claim the grunty grunty is is a lot more noticeable here. But why not? If you're thrusting a knife into someone, the back of someone's skull, you're going to put a bit of oomph behind it, aren't you? Well, not when you're Michael Myers. Wow. No, I like it. I like this take on it. And I think that hospital scene's creepy. The way he's walking around the stairs following Laurie, I like that. Uh, obviously, when it turns out to be a dream seat, wouldn't you think, oh, for fuck's sake. I like. I just like it's still this good. It's still good. It's still good. It's still framed well. It's still shot well. I still think there's that terror there because he's, he's an intimidating guy. He's six foot nine, you know. Obviously, if you've got the director's cut, the rest of the story takes place two years later. If you've got the theatrical cut, it takes place one year later. We've obviously but got there's, to... still, there's still all that dream shit. And then there's the whole Laurie Strode mental connection to whomever seizure thing. Oh, come on. Really? Well... They, 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 they tried that in part five and just... Yeah, it was, was stupid. Are we talking about the eating the pizza bit? Well, the pizza and then at the end and... Oh, the bit it. at the end you can sort of explain away because depending on which cut you're watching because they're, they're two different endings. 
the one that I watched where she's having a seizure and it's little Mikey holding her and big brothers trying to kill her. And yeah, but then you get it from Loomis's point of view and there's nobody there. It's all in her head. Yes. Yeah. That's the director's cut. Yeah. Well, that's stupid. That's better than the theatrical (laughs) cut in the director's cut. In the ending, Michael actually speaks when he grabs hold of Loomis (sighs) and he says, die. But I quite like that because he he probably didn't like him saying Michael, it's Samuel either. So, (laughs) That's probably just payback for that, really. So at the end of the movie, Laurie Strode dies, Michael dies. Does she Luma die? Spies the- Does she die or is she in an asylum? You tell me. I don't know. I don't care. Again, it depends which cut you're watching. Rob Zombie says that she, she is dead. She is dead. Yeah. Because I watched one with the white horses. Yeah, I think they both have, actually. I can't remember. Oh, God. I don't watch the theatrical cut anymore. I know it's a mess, but I still like this film. This is a film... I like brutal slasher films, and I can divorce this from the rest of the series. I think tonally it's a little bit different from the previous film. As far as brutal slasher scenes go, Mm. he's got some dandies, I gotta tell you. That nurse scene, he's got some dandies. You know, when Danielle Harris gets it at the end, yeah, that's fucking brutal, and Brad Dourif sells that scene when he walks in and sees her body. Yes, yes. He's, he's still the best thing in that film. Fantastic as the sheriff. Oh, he's really good as the sheriff. Yep. I agree. And I like the party scene. Captain Clegg and the band. I can't remember their name now. The Night Crawlers. Oh, God. I know. Oh, I know you say you don't do that stuff in America, but we think you do. So. <laughs> That's a terrible band, too. God almighty. <laughs> I've got the album. Oh, I'm sorry. I love. Oh, I love a bit of fucking Psychobilly. It's the same band. Oh. It's the same band that did the uh, country album soundtrack on the Devil's Rejects. Uh, Is it really? Okay. Yeah, you know, okay. Banjo, they did that Banjo and Sullivan CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, cover, okay. Cover Freebird, and all. it's the same band. It's like Rob Zombie's okay. own sort of band that you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love a bit of psychobilly, rockabilly. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Zombie a Go goes. Okay. Something. Love it. Yep. yep. And that'd be right up your alley. Oh yes. There's not as much death metal in that for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, have you heard the new obituary album? No, I haven't. Oh, man. They're just, uh, what's it called? 10,000 Ways to Die? Yeah, something like that. Two new songs in a live set. Oh, man. Fucking brutal. It's obituary. Gotta love those guys. They're awesome. I know. I love them too. Brilliant. Anyway, so back to Halloween 2. Yeah, so people don't like this film. I understand why they don't like it. And I wouldn't say anything against anyone who said, oh, this is wrong with it, that's wrong with it, because I've been critical of it in the past. But I've seen this film probably close on about eight, nine times now. Jesus Christ! I own what? It, I own this. Oh on, God! I own this on UK DVD, which is the theatrical cut, and okay. UK Blu-ray, which is the theatrical cut. <laughs> I also have the American DVD, which is the director's cut, and the American Blu-ray, which is director's cut and is region-free. <sighs> I love this film. I really do. And <laughs> yes, cut out the white horse bit. I can do without that. We can snip that out. But apart from that, I'll watch, I'll take this over any of the other Halloween sequels. What did you score this? You're gonna hate me. Four. No, I'm not. Four. Have you fallen? Do you have a concussion? Do you have a my, brain my, injury? My score on this is purely for enjoyment. You know, I'm a huge Rob Zombie nut, and I I I I gave it a one. 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 Oh, I did. I thought. I thought you'd give it a two. I didn't think you'd go. No, one. one. Oh man. I just. This one is. Yeah. No. 
Okay, see, I can never judge you when it comes to Rob Zombie stuff. You either really like it or you really hate it. There's not much middle ground, for no. sure. No, very divided on that. But uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I get, like I say, I love it. I understand why people don't. You know, you haven't said anything that I really disagree with. I could sit and go, yeah, that's true. And if it was, a, <laughs> but yet it, you still give it a four. If this film was made <laughs> by another director, I'd probably sit there and go, oh, that shit, that shit, that shit. But it's Rob Zombie. <laughs> You're the you're the apologist for the Halloween series. I'm the apologist for Rob Zombie. Yeah. So there yeah, you go. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, dear. Right. We've got some feedback. Should we do whoa, that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa. Let's let's rank them. First. Oh, I was going to say, do you want to rank it first or feedback first? Let's let's rank it first. Okay. This is good. I love this bit. It's my favourite bit. I know. What are you going with as your number one? Halloween. What? Two thousand seven. No. <laughs> right, you're going. John That's Car- sacrilege. John Carpenter's Halloween. Yes. 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 I'll, I will agree. I'll go there as well. Okay. My number two is the original Halloween two. Mine is the 2009 Halloween two. What? What did you say? 2009 Rob Zombie's Halloween two. As your second favorite in the series. Yep. We're ranking these on enjoyment. That's what I'm ranking them on. Oh my god! Hell! Oh god! Really? Yeah. I'd write, if, you, if you laid them all out in front of me right now, took away John Carpenter's original, and then said, right, which one do you want to watch? That's the one I'd pick up. All right. Told you, I've, um, got, I've got no real affection for this series. Um, My number three is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. My number three is Halloween 2007. For the same reasons that Halloween 2 is number two. All right. My number four mm-hmm. is Halloween H20. Okay. Mine, this is where I start to get a little bit. Uh, mine is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. You don't like Halloween 2 that much? No, not really. Wow. Hang on. What are you doing, reading a newspaper? No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go back to show notes before. I think I ranked it about 3 out of 5. You did. All right, all right, I got you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, my number five is Rob Zombie's Halloween. Okay, I'm going with Halloween H20. Okay. And now we're in trouble because I've got rid of all the ones that I like now, so now we're into <laughs> interchangeable ones. I can't, but you ranked Halloween 2 with a 3.5. Did I? Yes, I think you did. Hang on, i got to go back again. Yeah, that's probably a mix of technical and enjoyment. Okay. Okay. No, I take that back. A three. It was a three, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So, my number six is Halloween 4. Uh, oh, we're in those ones now, aren't we? Um, I'll say Halloween 2, 1981. Okay. Number seven is Halloween 5. Uh, I would then go Halloween 6. Really? Yeah. Out of those three, middle three, that's the one wow. I go to. Number eight is Halloween 2, Rob Zombie. Um, what have I got left? <laughs> four, 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 five, and Resurrection in it. Um, yeah. Halloween 5. Number nine, mm-hmm. for me, Resurrection. Uh, yeah, same. And ten for me is Halloween 6, the crap-ass cult of Thor. <laughs> Mine's Halloween 4. The boring, no one gives a fuck return of Mickey Rourke in a Tipex mask. 
Howard, though. Oh, buddy. Yeah, we apparently had some. God almighty, we didn't. uh, We're not even close. No, we're not. We We are not even close in this game. Quite a divisive one for us, and I thought it would be, which is why I thought it would be quite fun. You know what? To be honest, I I thought you and I would go one, two, three uh, as the top three. I really thought that. I'm not that. I I don't really care for Halloween 2, the original one. Yeah, you don't. I, I thought we'd go one, two, three, and then you would go zombie one, two. That's how I, I that's how I had your top five in my head. No, no, oh no, I would rather watch the Rob Zombie films than any of the sequels of the original. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. Mm. Wow. Well, let's see what our feedback says. Let's see what our feedback says. You've got one, <clears> and <throat> I've got one. Do you want to go first? Yeah. I've, this comes from Kristen, also mm. known as at Kiki Writes. It says, "Hey guys." I'm sure you guys can't wait to never hear from me again, so I'll make this as short and sweet as possible. No. Take your time, Kristen. We love hearing from everybody. Yeah. I saw Halloween H2O in the theater, my first horror film after turning 17 and no longer needing adult to get me in. <laughs> yeah. Youngsters. Kids. <laughs> uh, naturally, I took several of my underage cousins because I make very good life choices. That's good it. for you, Kristen. Introduce them early. Absolutely. I once bought uh, <laughs> once bought my son and his friends a case of uh, uh, Miller Miller beer, so nicknamed yeah. the Champagne of beers. <laughs> um, they drank it warm. <laughs> oh no, not warm beer! Can't drink warm beer. <laughs> oh, I do like the movie. I like that it didn't shy away from Laurie Strode's trauma. And made her a bit of a wreck as a person. Yeah, very good. Yeah. There's some good tense moments and some decent scares. Plus Janet Lee and LL Cool J in the same film. Who thought that would have happened? Nobody. Well, That's who. Hitchcock certainly wouldn't have thought of that, would he? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween Resurrection, which actually I heard, I saw on Facebook, somebody nicknamed it Resurrectum, as in rectum, <laughs> R-E-C-T-U-M. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Halloween Resurrection is an annoying abomination. Not even Buster Rhymes Kung Fu could save it. The only reason I own it is because someone gave it to me. And you're no longer friends with them and you can't give it back. I wouldn't even buy it to complete my collection. You know you hate something when you won't even complete the collection with it. I'd say more, but I've already wasted more. More words than deserved on this garbage film. Love it. <laughs> I've only seen the first Rob Zombie two Halloween, the first of Rob Zombie's two Halloween movies. Kristen, I'm sorry. I, I I should have practiced reading this stuff aloud, but I never did. I like Rob Zombie as a director for the most part, and I think if the original Halloween didn't exist, then I'd probably like Rob Zombie's Halloween better. But since that's not the reality, I know I'm just meh. On the movie, I really don't need the Michael Myers childhood exploration to accept that he's a homicidal maniac. But I know Rob Zombie loves his killers, so that's what he's going to do. Fair, fair play, and that's fine. It's just not for me. I will watch it when it's on TV sometimes, but only for the Mickey Dolan's cameo. It's, it's so we really do have this Tipex or that's, Whiteout link that's two going on. Don't connections we? we've had today. I mean, we, we got a whole wow. yeah, no kid. Yeah, it was cool to see Mickey Dolan's in there though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, as always, I look forward to what you guys have to say about the movies. If either one of you likes Halloween Resurrection, I'll try not to hold it against you, but I make no promises. No danger Kristen, there. 
I want it. I want it noted. It was number nine out of ten for me. And for me, we both put it at number nine. Oh, and for Chris, <laughs> sweet. So I only thought Cult of Thorn was worth because it was Cult of Thorn, and it was just oh stupid. Uh, so Thank I you, said, Kristen. Thanks, Kristen. Yeah, I think we all agree on this stuff. Well, well, more not Chris. Us. I'm more keen on the zombie stuff, but uh, yes, there you go. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Kristen. Talking of the Rob Zombie stuff, I got some feedback from our good friend Blue on Twitter, so I shall read it out. Hi Excellent. guys, Blue from Outcast at Outcast Misfit here with a bit of feedback for your Halloween remake episode. Right then, Rob Zombie's Halloween. What can I say about this film? I loved it right up to the point where we were taken 15 years into the future. I would have preferred the initial film to have been solely about Michael's upbringing and how his murderous streak came about. Hmm, fair enough. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the young man playing Michael did it really well and he creeped me out right before he killed his sister by touching her in a sexual way. It made me shiver and not in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) I think that more could have been made of the family dynamic and its dysfunction. It showed to a certain extent why Michael went on to murder but then didn't go far enough for me. That's interesting because a lot of people don't like that stuff in the film. So. uh, yeah. You know, and I, and I guess one argument could be made that when his uh, mom's boyfriend is talking about skull fucking at 8.30 in the morning, it, you know. I oh, know, you want to leave it till at least 10, don't you? <laughs> she continues, the murders were executed well, pardon the pun, but then it went pear-shaped for me when we fast forward into the future and Michael found freedom from the mental hospital. I think this part would have been a good start to Halloween too. Yeah, I can see what she means. Yeah, extend the backstory in the first film and then have... Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, good way of doing it. I felt as though the rape scene was just for shocks rather than to actually make Michael do anything, as the guards being assholes would have been enough to make Michael flip anyway. Yeah, totally unnecessary, yep, that yep. scene. The All mur- three of us. Yeah. Yep. The murders were okay. I didn't really connect with any of the victims as hardly any were filled out, except for the prison guard who treated Michael with respect, but didn't get any in return, but just got a TV dropped on his head. Yeah, that's Danny Trejo. And how did Michael know that particular girl was his sister? Did he research her in the library on the way to finding her? Also, why did the girls act like that on the street when Angel first sees Michael? Any teenage girl would tell you that they feel, if not scared, at least intimidated by a huge man staring at them from across the street. Maybe I'm being nitpicky, but it just felt out of place. (laughs) It's a Rob Zombie film. It's a Rob Zombie. The only thing I liked in this part of the film was just after that scene where Angel is helping her adoptive mother fix up the skeleton in the garden, you see Michael stood watching. A nice little nod to the original. But then that got spoiled by Michael doing the same thing over and over and over again. And how did he manage to pursue Angel after she stabbed him in the chest right up to the hilt with a huge kitchen knife? Surely it would have punctured a lung. I just feel the last part was all a bit rushed. So all in all, she gives it three out of five. Now, Halloween 2. Hated it. Really didn't like it. As soon as I saw the white horse and his mother in Angel's dream. (laughs) You and the rest of the world. But then it wasn't just in her dreams. It was in a scene with Michael seeing it. I thought, oh, jog on. That's that's a British phrase. I could accept a psychic link between the two if that was the point of these ethereal scenes, but it would have just been more believable if it had been present in the first film and it just put me off. I give this one out of five just because I enjoyed watching Loomis get what he deserved. (laughs) Cannot wait to hear your review. Best wishes to you both, Blue. Thanks, Blue. Yep, Blue and I agree. Yeah, we don't agree on that one. I love Halloween too, yeah. Yeah, Loomis, it's good to see Loomis get what he deserved properly than in the first film where it was just sort of hastily edited over. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Halloween then, done and dusted for us. Exactly. Yeah, so we will get to Friday the 13th at some point next year, I'm sure. 
and yes. Elm Street at some point. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I think we've we disagreed a bit more than I thought, but we didn't disagree nastily. I may have called you brain dead a couple of times. Well, I'm used to that. I may have called you American a few times. You may have. But you can't help that. No, 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 I can't. And I'm just going to give a little shout out. It was my friend Matty Budovitz on Twitter who said about Michael Myers in the Tipex mask. Oh, spot on, Matty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, give you a bit of a shout out there. You're quite uh, exactly. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep, yep. So that's show number 19 wrapped up. Michael Myers has been sent off to the asylum with the rest of them. So should we tell them what we're doing for show 20? Yeah, let's tell them. As it's our 20th show, we thought we'd do something a little bit special and do the show that you never thought you'd hear me do. We're doing paranormal activity. (laughs) I'm really not fucking looking forward to it. So what is it? There's six movies. So we're going to do what? The first three? Well, you say that, but I can't think. That I'm going to have that much to say. So <laughs> That's think, six movies. Yeah, six movies of the same fucking thing of me going, yeah. Now, we're doing the first three, so you better come up with something to say, buddy. No, you're in charge on these ones. You can lead this, those ones. I'll lead those ones. <laughs> okay, we'll do the first three Paranormal Activity films on show 20. So if you want to hear me going off on one, come along and listen. Oh, listen. Now, they're not that bad. So you're just going to suck it up, Buttercup, and you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. here's a fun. Here's a funny one. I don't own all the Paranormal Activity movies. Oh, I do. I don't. How bad is that? I have the first five. I had not picked up Ghost Dimension. I think I've got, yeah, I've got that. I think I picked that up for about a pound. <laughs> Which, <laughs> eh, is, you know. As is my want. Yes. That's right. Yeah, I wasn't going to pass shout out any serious money for them. Um, I've only ever seen the first one before, so I haven't seen the rest of them. So, between... Well, how could you say you're not going to like them? Because I've seen the first one, and they all follow that template, don't they? Uh, the fact that you're hesitating uh, to answer means yes. No. Yes, it does. No, no, they don't. They don't. They don't. What, they actually found some fucking actors for the later ones, did they? Um, no is comment. There, is there any just... more books that just burst into flame? No, but there are some... Google searches that quickly find out exactly what demon it is. Oh, we got a choice of demon. Is it Pazuzu? No, 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 it's not. Oh. I don't think. Ooh. <laughs> I I have not seen some of them in a while, so I've seen. This may well be the franchise that I have seen every movie in the theater. Wow. You are keen. Well, like I say, you're going to be leading these shows, so you should have plenty to say. You know, it really is. I think I'm thinking about it. Yes. Yes. This is the one where I have seen every one of them in the theater. Right. Okay. One, two, three, four. I haven't. Yeah. I've seen them all in the theater. I've saw the first one on DVD when it came out. So there you go. So it's going to be interesting. And probably a bit sweary. You know, in these kind of movies... Look, I'm not going to apologize for the shaky cam stuff, for the fixed cam stuff, and all that kind of stuff. But if you're we, watching we these... We just watched if, Rob Zombie. I can deal with shaky cam. <laughs> if, if you watch these movies during the day, it loses something. You almost have to have the volume a little higher and watch them at night. Okay, well, yeah, I'll show uh, doing that then. You know, because okay. um, in the theater, it was uh, it really it worked in the theater. I mean, it really, really worked in the theater. So, all right, brother. 
Cool. So next time, Paranormal Activity 1, 2 and 3. Yes. We may even add another review in there somewhere if we get something come through. I don't know. We'll sort yes. that out. Yes. Yes, we'll sort that out. We'll sort that out. We'll let you know on Twitter. But until then, I think we should say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, oh. oh. Damn it. Oh, oh Miss Tate, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to make you jump. It's okay. Well, hey, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. I've had my share. <laughs> Trick or treat, motherfucker!